For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Thursday edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Yes, they have cranked up the music there, Buck. I am 44 years old today as an old man. Born in the 1970s, I know this is uh, unbelievable for you whippersnappers out there. 1979, this day, 44 years ago, I entered into the world. Thanks to my mom, who was excited to share photos with Allie. I think they're up on the Clay and Buck show. You know what? It was a lot less of a crazy world back in 1979. I'll tell you that much, Buck. What was it like with your plaid pants watching MASH (laughs) at night after a long day at the factory? You don't even know what it was like to be alive during Jimmy Carter's tenure. And, well, maybe now you do, because it's basically like Joe Biden's tenure right now. Uh, We've gone back in time two generations uh, later. And, Buck, I, I was last night looking at some of the brand advertisements. We got a lot to get into, by the way. Uh, we appreciate all of you hanging out with us on 500-odd stations all over the country, the tens of millions of you that are downloading the podcast uh, every single month. We thank you for hanging out with us. I last it, It's it's rare, Buck, that I watch something these days, and I just think this is even crazier than anything I could have expected. And when I watched this crazy fake woman that has taken root all over TikTok and social media. Also known as a man. Yes. Yes. Fake woman, a.k.a. a man, that is getting millions of dollars now in endorsement income from some of the biggest companies in America. I sit here and I look at it and I think to myself, how do we get back to normalcy? And if you guys haven't seen, I'm sure it's going to be up on Clay and Buck. It's certainly up on my Twitter feed, at Clay Travis. Nike and Bud Light, who are two of the biggest, probably ad spenders ever, and for all of you out there listening to us right now, Nike and Bud Light would never spend money on this radio show, Buck, 
because you and I are too controversial and the opinions that we share on this show are too controversial to be associated with beer and tennis shoes. We're such I mean, nice guys. It's so unfair. <laughs> I know. And if you're if you're out there and you're like, I don't even know what you're talking about, let me share a quick story with you before we start playing some of this crazy audio. Buck, a couple of years ago, I was scheduled to get paid by Jack Daniels to appear at an event. I'm not opposed to whiskey. I'm not opposed to alcohol. They reached out to me here in Nashville where I live. They said we'll pay you several thousand dollars to show up and just have a dr- have a, a take a couple of whiskey drinks. Jack Daniel's local Tennessee company. I was like, fine, I'll do it. The week before I was scheduled to go, news broke that one of the schools that I'm an alum from, Vanderbilt University here in Nashville, was going to pay over a million dollars to sandblast the word Confederate off of a building that was built in the 19th century that was called Confederate Memorial Hall, which was designed to honor the memory of soldiers who fought for the Confederacy. Nobody could even see it. Nobody even knew that it said Confederate Memorial Hall hardly all the way at the top. But they did, Vanderbilt made the decision, to spend over a million dollars to sandblast that word off the building. And I came out and I said, this, to me, is everything that's wrong with trying to wokeify our history I disagree with it as an alum of Vanderbilt University. Buck, when I said that, Jack Daniels canceled my endorsement uh, appearance and said, we can no longer be affiliated with you. Just for sharing my opinion that the word Confederate shouldn't pay a million dollars at Vanderbilt to sandblast it off a building. Now, people can have whatever opinion they want on that. I don't particularly care. I just think the idea that we completely erase a historically relevant issue is a bad precedent to set no matter what the history is in general, okay? But yet, Jack Daniels is paying all of these now transgender activists probably hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions, to endorse their product. And I think a lot of people out there are finally saying, this is enough, we can't stand for this anymore. And when you see Nike and you see the Bud Light move, I think people have finally had enough. So so Nike uh, has a sports bra promotion yes. um, with Dylan Mulvaney. I also think this is an important moment to remember that anybody who ever says anywhere, online, on TV, in line at the supermarket to you, why do you make such a big deal out of this stuff? We aren't the ones making a big deal out of it. Correct. They are the ones making a big deal out of it. The left, the Democrats, Biden, the White House, the media, they have decided that this is a crusade for them. This is something that is of the utmost social importance in the country right now. It is a civil rights struggle, and it it can only work if people refuse to think for themselves and are all scared, basically. It can only work if a degree of mind control, of, of, uh, of brainwashing, is effective from the apparatus itself. And this is why, you know, you also are reminded, Clay, you're talking about these different brands. If you were to just sort of think about this, if you hadn't spent a lot of time dealing with corporate America directly, you're just an American buying different stuff, buying different brands. You would assume that Budweiser and Jack Daniels and, you know, some of these brands you would think would be the least likely 
but based but, on just who is drinking beer yes. and whiskey, right? Who's the audience, right? Yes. Who is really into Jack Daniels? Who's drinking mostly the Budweiser? Now, also, just as a function of numbers, the transgender community is very, very small. So they're clearly not trying to broaden the base to correct run up sales with the transgender community. It's too small to make a difference to the numbers of companies like that. So this is a combination of virtue signaling of pressure, I think, from government that's just always implicit government regulators. You know, I, I know it's, it can seem a little conspiratorial, but I mean, look what just happened to Donald Trump. Right. You know, you get on the yep. wrong side of the system and all of a sudden nonsense happens to you and they try to ruin your life. So for a lot of these corporations, this is just either insurance or, you know, kind of like social justice insurance. Or I think that they are terrified of people within their ranks who will make problems for them if they won't go forward with this. But, I mean, you're selling a sports bra with a guy. is what That's what they're actually trying to do. A man who does Nike. not have breasts. This is important. If you haven't watched this video, they have this dude who is pretending to be a girl. And he is pretending to be, let's be honest, it's woman face. It's a modern day version of blackface. It is incredibly offensive because it's not how normal women behave. But they are, Nike is selling sports bras now that they want women to purchase that a man is wearing and he has no breasts. I I mean, in the advertisement. And I just, I, I look at it and I think to myself, how much crazier can this get that they and 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 to your point buck if you raise an issue with this and i understand some of you by the way you say well why would you give attention to this the goal of advertising is to get attention and i understand that on some level but to me you have to call out hypocrisy absurdity and uh and things that frankly are indefensible even if it leads to us paying attention to an advertisement, we, right? We have seen what happens when the right retreats from different battlegrounds in this country uh, of ideas in the culture. Uh, we've seen what happens when we just hope for a neutral space. That's always the thing that people talk about. Oh, we just want, we just want neutral teaching in the classroom from, you know, pre-K all the way up to college. We want a neutral space for sports teams and, and sports leagues. And well, guess what? They don't. The other side doesn't, and they're going to use these as tools of politicization. So you can either allow that to happen, right? You effectively give them exactly what they want, which is unrestricted messaging dominance. I mean, if you think about it in a military context, it's like psyops or information warfare. If you're going to cede the battlefield to the other side entirely, you're not showing them how, you know, smart and tough and strong you are by doing this, right? You're allowing them to run unrestricted information operations. Marketing, by the way, marketing, propaganda, psyops, these things are all very similar. There's a lot of connective tissue between these ideas. So you can either look at this. This is cultural propaganda, Clay. That's what yes. the, pur- the purpose of this is. It's not to sell more beer. They're not going to sell more beer. I, I would like to hear, I'm going to open it up again, women only, 800-282-2882. When you see a Nike ad that is designed to sell sports bras, and a man without boobs, I mean, let, let's just be clear, this is not even a man who's had surgery to be a woman. He still has a penis and testicles. He has no, <laughs> I hate to be specific, he has no breast, right? He is wearing a sports bra, pretending to be a woman. Nike is likely paying this man, I bet hundreds of thousands of dollars, Buck, uh, in order to be in these ads, trying to sell leggings, 
which I guess allows space for women for uh, for genitals now for uh, for penis and testicles and a sports bra without having breasts. Like how insulting is this to women? Like I watch it and I just think if I were a woman, I would be so thoroughly disgusted that Nike is actually paying a man to pretend to be a woman to sell women's athletic gear to me. I think the only response you can have if you are a woman listening to us right now is say, I will refuse to buy any Nike gear. This is crazy. And I think it's important to note that it also is coming from the White House, folks. This is not us beating up on some, you know, small or even, you know, large, like Soros funded, you know, non fake nonprofit that does propaganda against the right or something. This goes top to bottom. This is all the way across the spectrum here is Corinne Jean-Pierre in the White House on the issue of transgender surgery and gender and uh, hormone blocking for minors does the president have a position on at what age these kinds of therapies and surgeries are appropriate that's something for uh, a child and and their parents to decide it's not something we believe uh, should be decided by by legislators they're such okay. cowards, Clay. They're such cowards because this is actually what they did on COVID, too. They're going to say we leave it to the experts, but they're actually going to legislate and push for it. And whenever they get pushback, they say, hey, we're just leaving it to the experts. And then any expert who says this is mutilation of children will lose their license. This is the game yeah. they play. It's totally dishonest. And also, legislatures and politicians are involved in a massive amount of laws, right? We say you can't get a beer until you're 18 years old. A parent doesn't get to say 21 feet. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> 21. I don't right? know. I don't know how it is in Tennessee uh, these so, days. Sorry, but, sorry, sorry. I lived yeah. in the Virgin I'm Islands. I'm having fun out there in Nashville area. Still yeah. 18 there. Hey, I'm on the college campuses a lot. There's a lot of fake IDs out there. Um, the, uh, the other thing is the, um, you know, yes, you have to be 18 years old to vote. Uh, that is a legislature-based decision. You have to be 25, by and large, to rent a car. Most states will not allow you to get a tattoo until you're 18. Age of consent is a variety of different ages, but you can't say, hey, this 12-year-old wants to sleep with this 35-year-old. Her parents say it's okay. We're going to be fine with it. There are lots of things that legislatures make decisions on. To me... The idea that you could chop off someone's breasts or take away their genitals before they're 18 years old and the White House would be saying, we don't think it's appropriate for legislatures or politicians to get involved in this issue is flagrantly indefensible. And I can't imagine hardly any parent in America who agrees with this. I have to say this. Because I do understand the the extremes of, of what the left is really trying to accomplish and where they're trying to go. Their focus on your kids, for all of you across the country, the reason they want to focus on children here as part of the transgender agenda is twofold. One, they are this is why they say that doctors get it wrong with babies. They yeah. are trying to create the narrative of this is a from birth condition, effectively. That this is something, it is an immutable, transgenderism is an immutable characteristic that develops at some later, you know, at at 50 or whatever. That's what they're trying to say, though, right? That's one part of it. That's why they want it to be, oh, this is your transgender from birth. That's one. And the other is they want to be able to claim that the transitions are more complete by blocking puberty and destroying normal reproductive organs in young people 
because then they think they'll be closer to be able to say, well, biologically, they're not really male either. Biologically, this person is some, is, you know, some, but, but what they're, remember, the ultimate claim is not that Dylan Mulvaney is a transgender woman. That, you know, okay, I, I, I could, you could call her a transgender, call him a transgender woman, fine. It is that it is a woman indistinguishable from all other women, which is crazy. Yes. That is their actual claim. Do not forget it. If you think that's crazy, and you are a man or you're a woman listening to us right now, and you'd like to have more energy, vitality, vim, vigor, got some uh, suggestions for you. How about checking out Chalk? They've got a vitality stack supplement that will get you the most out of every day. It's all natural. They have both a male and a female vitality stack for men Natural supplements help restore depleted levels of testosterone, something men in the country, especially if you're a Joe Biden supporter, have been dealing with for for quite some time. Female Vitality Stack, also great for hormone health and stress relief. Both of them are online at Chalk's website only. You can only buy these online. And right now, if you use my name, Clay, you get 35% off the, the purchase price here for the life of any subscription, not just one time. For the length of your chalk subscription. Here's how you get hooked up. Go to choq.com right now. If you're a man, you're a woman out there right now, you want more energy, vitality, you want more natural supplements in your life to help deal with the decline of energy in your life, especially if you are a man right now and you are thinking to yourself, oh man, I'm starting to feel like a member of the Biden administration. I've got no testosterone now. Go check it out at choq.com. Again, choq.com use my name clay that's clay to get the 35 percent off for life discount check it out today chalk.com choq.com don't miss a day of the clay travis and buck sexton show i'm jack armstrong he's joe getty we're the armstrong and getty show we cover the stories the mainstream media ignores stories that are important to your life and important to the world the election of course the many trials of donald trump couple of wars gender bending madness why are kids looking at so much social media and we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on but we do it without the left-wing media spin listen to armstrong and getty on demand on america's number one podcast network iheart open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. 
This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. We got a lot we're going to get to today. We uh, have DeSantis was in Michigan, the Nike campaign we just talked about. Tennessee House may expel three members. Clay will give us the latest on that one. Plus, some saber rattling from China over Taiwan. Uh, looks like Hezbollah's fired a bunch of rockets into Israel. A whole bunch of things. But... NPR, Corinne Jean-Pierre weighed in a moment ago on the transgender children uh, issue, but NPR has lost its blue check on Twitter, National Public Radio, and also, Clay, was slapped with a state media label. Here is what the White House said about this. The hard-hitting, independence nature of their coverage speaks, uh, speaks for itself, and so I'll leave it there. First of all, no one thinks NPR is hard hitting that's the last thing you'd ever think about npr like you got to be kidding me and it is state media guess what if you don't want taxpayer funded dollars to support you then do away with taxpayer dollars and just uh, say you're not going to take them anymore i'll also point out that npr put out frankly a statement that said we're not going to cover the hunter biden story because we don't want to waste our audience's time certainly very interesting how the state-sponsored media ends up covering the Biden administration. If they're not state-sponsored, how about not being state-sponsored? It's pretty straightforward, give up, right? Give up our tax dollars. Yeah, if you're so great, then no more public funding. You know, compete like everybody else. Small business owners don't get many breaks, which is why we want to tell you about GetRefunds.com. Your business may be eligible for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee kept on payroll during COVID-19. This IRS refund plan is called the Employer Retention Credit, or ERC. Go to GetRefunds.com, and in less than eight minutes, see if your business qualifies. They've helped more than 15,000 small business owners claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC. Let's see if they can help your business, too. There's no upfront charge, and they don't get paid until your business gets its refund. Many businesses believe they won't qualify based off incomplete or outdated information. That's why we encourage you to go to GetRefunds.com. Find out if they can help you. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. This payroll tax refund's only available for a limited time. Go to GetRefunds.com. My friends, check it out today. You could get back a big check that you deserve from the IRS. GetRefunds.com is the website. That's GetRefunds.com. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are talking about the crazy insanity that has taken over our country. And we actually got a ton of women who want to weigh in uh, about these latest advertisements, which to me, in many ways, are erasing women. One of our writers at Outkick Buck, she had a really good tweet uh, that she put out there. And I, I feel like she speaks for many different women. She's doing good work for us at Outkick, Amber Harding. Uh, yesterday, after this uh, ridiculous Nike ad started to circulate and obviously coming on the heels of the Bud Light ad that is effectively erasing women, um, she tweeted out, and I think there's a lot of women out there that would agree with this, um, uh, day 12, because the big thing that this Dylan Mulvaney character does is 
he's been on TikTok counting each day that he's been a woman. And he's only been a woman for like a year or whatever it is. Uh, and she tweeted, Amber Harding Snyder, sorry, she just got married, uh, day 12,482 of being a woman and not one corporate sponsorship yet. What am I doing wrong? And uh, I feel like there's a lot of women out there who feel the same way. Michelle in Alabama, uh, you're a retired Army vet. When you see this thing, people trying to sell sports bras to women by putting men in sports bras who have no boobs, I mean, what do you think? I, I think it's horrible, absolutely horrible. I have, we have four children, two boys, two girls. And the girls were somewhat tomboys, but never in my wildest dreams, nor my husband, did we ever think that they needed to be transgendered. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I feel bad for women today. I feel bad for the young girls coming up behind us, even our military women, because now they're going to be competing <clears throat> with men who want higher scores, like on their PT test. They just identify as a woman. So did that, does that mean that they get to, you know, run with those scores, get higher promotion points? Michelle, it's, it's, it's not fair. And, and thank you for calling in. I would just say, you know, Clay, um, womanhood is, uh, in a, in a healthy society, which I think ours was healthier before the last 10 years or so. Oh, no womanhood doubt. is a revered thing. And you and I, as, as guys, you married a long time, me married a short time, understand that a lot of what we do as guys is in reverence of and to appeal to womanhood. That, yes. that it's, it's, a, it's a special thing, you know, to, to be a woman in, in society is something that has to be you know, nurtured, protected, revered, respected, and to just make, honestly, make a mockery of it in this way is, is absurd. I mean, I'm sure you saw the Matt Walsh uh, exchange, right? It's gotten yeah. millions of views with a transgender EMT, and he asked the question about, and there are variations on this people have been asking for, for years now, but if somebody said that they were having a miscarriage, but you know it's a guy, are you going to check them for a miscarriage? Yeah. And the EMT says no, and, you know, credit to Matt Walsh at the Daily Wire for the exchange. Um, but, uh, you know, there still is this belief. People say, like, well, you can't even tell. You can tell, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's not even just into the theoretical and the, well, be polite to people. They'll say, well, you can't tell that. You can tell that it's a guy. So why do they keep lying to you? Because their arguments are terrible. Nancy in Rhode Island, your reaction? To say that um, this is nothing new in the fashion industry. Um, I'm 59 years old, and I grew up, you know, getting Vogue magazine every month. And since the early 80s, starting in the early, well, probably even before that, the women that would model Calvin Klein and Mew Mew and all that were very unrealistic bodies for women anyways. They're real thin. They have no breasts. They have no hips. And they have graduated from that to just having men in the print ads Wearing the dresses. So, so what, Nancy, what Nancy's men. talking about? I mean, Clay, there are Thank people you for who the call. There, well, there are, there are people who say that uh, the fashion industry, which is not necessarily, uh, you know, it, how do I put this? That the fashion industry was pushing for androgyny a long time ago, based on who was set. Now, not across the board, but high fashion, and this has been uh, creeping into it and becoming more and more mainstream for a while. 
Um, but I don't really see necessarily. I'm not really sure what the connection is here between. Yeah, and look, what I would say unhealthy Buck, is, skinny models and transgenderism. Yeah, what I would say is there is certainly the case that beautiful women who were supermodels had not normal bodies. Oh, right? no, I, I don't think she was referring to not normal as in in the app, you know, winning the genetics lottery. Yeah, there were right. there were times when there were there were models who were who were thin to the point where it was clear they had eating disorders, things like that. Yeah, right. But but you know, like you use Victoria's Secret for a for an example. When we were growing up for as Victoria's Secret became a dominant brand, their brand was we want hyper incredibly good-looking women. I've made this analogy for a long time, Buck. Uh, the Giselle Bunchens of the world, let's just use her as an example, are like NBA draft picks. She won the right? genetics lottery. Clearly. They won yes. the genetics lottery. There just aren't very many people like them. And now, if you go walk, like I don't, it's not like I'm in the mall very often, if you walk by Victoria's Secret, they just have kind of a fat chick in a bra. There, there was a there and was a sometimes whole... a transgender people like now yeah. selling the clothes. There was a whole um, documentary on Netflix actually about Abercrombie and how Abercrombie was effectively destroyed by the woke, or I should say, transformed. I would argue destroyed by the woke <laughs> social justice movement um, because they said that you know it was. Um, what was it? Uh, it was too beautiful. There are too many straight people and too many white people. That was the uh, that was the attack on it. And eventually, the whole brand effectively caved. I mean, I don't think anyone wears that. I, I think it still exists, but it's a it's a you know I a used small to work fraction back of in the day. Uh, at, did you know this at Abercrombie at the uh, while I was in college? You worked at, at you worked at Abercrombie. I worked at Abercrombie. Tell I me, at the well, excuse me, sir. Worked, Look at that one. I worked one. at the. Pentagon City, for anybody out in the oh, D.C. Yeah. area, the Pentagon City Mall, I would hop on the subway from GW where I was an undergrad, and I would go work at the Pentagon City Abercrombie. My, you know, um, my wife, Carrie, worked at Abercrombie, too. Oh. And I think it's like the best, and, best, most fun, one of the most fun jobs I ever had. I worked at Abercrombie and American Eagle. I asked her, I said, oh, were, were the other employees, she says, yes, everybody was very good looking. They hired you based on, you know, you selling the clothes essentially by being there. Y- I, not that I'm very good looking, but I do remember you couldn't have facial hair. I mean, I mean, Clay, you know, I, dropping it. It's his I birthday, everybody's letting you know, would, you know. I would say. You used to, used to be- great Parmesan cheese on those abs back in the 70s, you know. Back, I, best job I ever had, Buck, because <laughs> you could approach whatever good looking girl came into the store, walk right up to them, start talking to them, and it was completely normal and not threatening. You have no idea. How amazing that! I think I made seven dollars an hour, seven dollars an hour, and I just stood in a store filled with hot girls and got to walk up and talk to them all day, and occasionally like fold some jeans or whatever. Learning to sell in any capacity is yes. a life skill. Yes. it's a good thing for people to you know. It, it, a lot of people will get it even just working in a, in a restaurant and whatever, but but being able to interact with people and sell them on something. But in your case, yeah, having an excuse to talk to hundreds or uh, you know thousands over the course of your employment of uh, you know women your age you wanted to talk to, there are worse gigs in the world for sure. It's amazing, amazing job, Donna in Northern Idaho. Uh, what do you think about this? Uh, you know. We don't. I didn't hear what'd she say. I don't All right, think Denise in California, yep. Buck. I don't know what happened to Donna there. She that that was maybe she said say, you know and then left us on the cliff. That was we I think the, the shortest caller uh, opinion that has ever been yeah. shared on the Donna Clay and Buck show. Donna just want to call it. She want to be like you guys know what's up. Click done. 
Denise in California. What do you think, Denise? Howdy, guys. Um, two points I want to make about this Dylan Mulvaney thing, and it's really irritated me. Um, these corporations are supporting and promoting someone with a mental disorder or a dysphobia, dys, dysphobia of some kind or phobia. I don't know. Dysphoria but, um, or phobia, yeah? Dysphoria, thank you. Sorry. That's what I'm here for. That's why I do the radio. Um, <laughs> and they're also exploiting uh, this mentally ill person. Uh, second thing is, when you watch him behave the way he behaves, which you guys talked about it yesterday, um, he's acting like a flamboyant gay male teenager. So he's not reflecting female behavior whatsoever. He's reflecting gay male, uh, flamboyant gay male uh, behavior. Why and do you think women is, accept this, Denise? Like, I, uh, Because I, men, listen, the argument we made on the show is that there is no male equivalent, right? There isn't a woman pretending to be a man who is wildly popular with men because I think men just kind of feel sorry for these people. Women seem to be lifting them up. There are lots of celebrity fake women. Why do you think that is? I think, um, I one, they're, they're all liberals. That's what I think. I don't think there's a conservative female, that normal-thinking woman, who thinks any of this is okay. So yep. when anything goes, everything goes, and there's no rules. And so... I want to be liked. I want to be popular. I want to sell my brand. I want and and listen. I have stopped doing business with Nike a long time ago. That was all, all over the Colin Kaepernick thing. But I stopped going to my my makeup store. I'm I'm starting to order my stuff online from other businesses. That I'm not going to support this. And I think women, we don't have to get up and you know yell and scream. We just have to quietly make our voices heard i've sent my emails they're not going to care about me not buying nike products i'm one little fish in the sea right but if we all just collectively put a stop to it and we can we outnumber these morons anyway we yeah we're, but 100% we're, to your point majority. by the way they, they assume that people like you won't do what you're doing and that's why they've done this you know the left boycotts the right does not that has been the paradigm for a long time which affects corporate behavior in major ways thank you for calling in denise we'll come back we have more calls we got more to talk about um including you know clay there's some follow-up on that um uh, that awful stabbing in san francisco i talked about yesterday you know the guy was running around i mean not you know fast obviously but was you know moving around as quickly as he could after being stabbed nobody would help him i saw that nobody would help this guy. He's bleeding out. He did bleed out. He died at the hospital and begging for help in, on the streets of San Francisco, a very wealthy liberal enclave. No one did a thing. So I want to come back in the second hour. We'll talk about that. We'll take more of your calls here as well. Inflation and prices are rising, and there's a banking crisis to worry about too. With the current stock market volatility, how are your retirement accounts doing? Phoenix Capital Group says the time to diversify your investments is right now. They've recommended high-value oil and gas investments with current yields that range from 8% to 12% APY paid monthly. That's a better rate of return than banks or CDs with no middleman. They're both Regulation A-plus and Regulation D corporate bond offerings with different maturities, qualifications, and rates. There's also a 9% APY at a $5,000 investment open to all investors. Download the Phoenix Group's free investor guide today at phxonair.com. Before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Learn how you can diversify your investments and earn 8 to 12% APY. 
Download the Phoenix Group's free investor guide today at phxonair.com. Don't miss a minute of Clay and Buck and get behind-the-scene access to special content for members only. Subscribe to CNB 24-7. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. Uh, got a lot of lines lit. Like I said, I want to talk a little bit in the second hour about... Uh, a few issues. Just to let you know what's coming up here. DeSantis was in Michigan, and uh, he is still saying there's been no accountability for COVID. And I'm I'm not letting that go. I don't know if if COVID is now my white whale, but uh, it's really COVID lockdowns and the madness from it until until Fauci goes on TV and is like, "I'm sorry, I was horrible." And ruined all of your lives for no reason. I will not pose for another Vogue cover. Uh, until he does that, I am not satisfied. So I might be waiting a long time. Also, you had, uh, you have the, uh, Clay, you see this, the ex, uh, CIA, deputy CIA director actually worked for this guy. <laughs> House, uh, committee's looking into some of this stuff. They're at least going to get these people on the record for the propaganda they were part of. So we got that. Also, the, uh, the uh, murder, they still don't have any arrests, I believe, murder in uh, San Francisco of that uh, Silicon Valley founder, founder of Cash App, uh, Bob Lee. Melissa in North Carolina, you've got some thoughts for us. What's going on, Melissa? 
Hey, Buck. Um, no, I was just telling your caller. So, you know, my first thought was it's insulting um, to women that, you know, somebody can just put on a headband and a lily pulitzer dress and call themselves a woman, and everybody says, hey, she's a woman. But then the other thing is the fact that, you know, this person is taking a job for actual biological woman Correct. and you know we say we say that women have made such strides we have international women's day and women's month but yet it seems like we're going backwards now we have men that are taking jobs from women again because they're wearing a bathing suit and they call themselves a female or they put some earrings on and lipstick and call themselves a female and if you say, no, they're not a female, they're a male wearing a dress or a bathing suit, then people look at you like you're crazy and, you know, act like you've just insulted them. And it's sad because the people wearing the bathing suits and wearing the lipstick have obvious mental illnesses or issues that need to be addressed, not catered to. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I, think I agree with everything she said. Yeah, I was going to say, can I just co-sign? I mean, I, I think she's completely correct. I mentioned I just want to give a give everyone a chance to hear it because this has gone very viral. As you know, Matt Walsh did the movie What Is a Woman, which is it, it is excellent. We had him on the show to talk about it. Here is his exchange at a college with a transgender EMT. Play it. You said you're an EMT. Yes. Okay. If you're responding, you're responding to a health emergency. Biological male. Somebody with a penis is, uh, is having a medical emergency. And they say to you, um, I think I'm having a miscarriage. Would you, would you check them to see if they're having a miscarriage? Would you consider that a possibility for them? Look. <laughs> no, but that's because some people don't have body parts. I mean, this is, and you know, there was also, the, and as part of his discussion, he pointed out, you know, if you if you find somebody who has lost a leg from either an accident or or illness or or war or whatever it may be, it doesn't mean that it's untrue to say that human beings have two legs. Correct. And yet, and yet, this so much of the argument they 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 put forward here is it just runs in circles. There's no actual formation to the argument. It's emotion masquerading as an argument. VIP email, by the way, from Andrea. Um, I find, and this is her, I'm reading her VIP email. I find it interesting the only time the left celebrates white men is when they're pretending to be women. Mm-hmm. It is so true, right? The ultimate white privilege, you can argue, white male privilege. I said this about the Leah Thomas situation. You have a rich white guy who is a swimmer that is at the University of Pennsylvania. How much more privilege can you get than to decide, hey, I'm tired of being a college male swimmer. I'm just going to become a woman swimmer, and you're one of the greatest women of all time. Can can I also point out, how how emotionally unhealthy do you have to be? You know, if I jumped in on a first graders dodgeball game and was wasting kids (laughs) left and right, I wouldn't be saying, yeah, I'm amazing at dodgeball. I would know that there was something wrong with this mismatch. He thought it was fine to win the NCAA Give me a break. That's why I also pointed out that kid who pretended that he was 14 years old in the Little League World Series. Everybody lost their mind over lying about age. Gender's okay. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 